2: Can you imagine? Imagine micro is a racist and we tried to speak like this, and it came out hello, <laughs> hello, and welcome, Although, to, and welcome why you, to why aren't you a doctor? a so, hail. Hey, how are you? I'm very well, sir. <laughs> Although, Thank someone you very much. told me
3: that when I get really like angry on this podcast, I do start to sound more Asian, <laughs> <laughs> brother. Why you talk like this what you me? Oh my god, no.
0: <laughs>
2: Hello and welcome to Why Aren't You a Doctor Yet? The only podcast that uses cutting-edge science to answer the questions that you actually have. Things like, why is the sky blue? What's up with trees? And would Voldemort have achieved immortality if he'd stuck his horcruxes in the mixtapes that people try to hand you when you're standing outside the O2 in Brixton? <laughs> that, 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 that is a, it's a question. So guys, what are we you want to talk about this week? Is it Black Panther? Please tell me it's Black Panther. I want to see Black Panther. We can talk about Black
3: Panther, but I will bring Black Panther in in a minute. But I just wanted to talk about, have you seen uh, some time ago on social media, there was this photograph that was circulating of a couple and she's black and he's white and they were trying to take a selfie and they just couldn't because either he was completely washed out and she looked great and visible in the picture or he looked great and visible and she was completely in the shadows because they couldn't get their camera to take a picture like a selfie of them together.
2: So you're saying cameras are racist.
3: Well, cameras have a racist history. I looked at <laughs> They really do. Is it is it is it
4: deliberately racist or is it just a kind of selective way of doing it because why people originally Invented or pioneered this kind of technology.
2: I think that's Yeah. Okay, let's not we aren't we aren't legit saying cameras are racist. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're not saying like if I pick up my, my Canon five C it's, it's, it's going <laughs>
4: we don't like your kind around these parts (laughs) oh you're so well spoken (laughs) where are you from (laughs) not being funny yet but asian people (laughs) oh my god i I did an interview the other day with a person of a certain age from (laughs) (laughs) east london and and they oh very much at least start a sentence so they'll be like not very funny yeah but the blacks (laughs) I mean like what the fuck I think shit you realise like you can see my skin right like (laughs) <laughs> it's just like me inside, isn't it? yes. Tell me more.
2: <laughs> what do you do in that type of situation? Also, so I like that you're light skin enough. <laughs> that people are like, "Oh, he's white." I'm going to
4: tell him some racist <laughs> shit <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's not even the worst, man. I've got some funny stories Let me have um,
2: one we'll hear
4: One time, we we my mate Sadid, right? We were working on this production mm. as a Channel Four documentary, and a, it was about freedom of speech. So we got loads of people to come on, like do voxes. And uh, we were in the studio with Seven Sisters, um, and I just remember like this one particular guy saying stories of how back in the day when they first used to start letting coloured people play um, cricket, like with white people, and uh, the tea ladies they used to make like lunch for everyone, like cakes and biscuits and tea and all that stuff. So when they started mixing, the tea ladies started making everything with bananas because they were like and then we asked him he's like why would you make that like banana cake like bananas whatever sunday and so be like oh that we thought we thought black people only eat bananas they literally said this and the oh, guy said yeah, it yeah. the story like in front of us laughed and i was like me and sid just looked at each other like two brown people in the room like
2: <laughs> holy yeah. shit did we just like are we tripping out here that's funny so from semi-racist <laughs> contributors to channel 4 programs <laughs> to now we have black panther it's quite a journey it's quite a journey yeah. do we so is our mm. cameras racist okay
3: the cameras <laughs> cameras are sometimes racist okay oh, we aren't go we, back. Okay,
2: okay so we aren't talking like you pick up a camera and you take a picture and it's like get out of my country like mm. we're, we're talking no what? but like be, but some some like digital
3: cameras <laughs> can be racist because mm. some cameras do have like Facial recognition and they Mm. have like blink sensitivity. Mm. So there was this um, blogger, an American Asian blogger, who actually posted this online where she showed how her camera kept asking her what, like if she had blinked in the picture. Because, like, it just couldn't recognize her eyes and they it just kept thinking she was blinking because she was Asian American.
2: Oh, just mm. so oh, trying it. to do face recognition, yeah. yeah, trying to work out what, like, what state is people are in. So, are they in the open eyed state yeah. or in the closed eye state? And because obviously they haven't tested it on as many exactly Asian American like mm. faces, yeah. Oh, wow. So,
3: like, she posted online going, no, I'm just Asian. <laughs>
2: so that's the same thing. So is that the same thing as, like, um, hand dryers, infrared hand dryers? Mm. You know, you put your hand oh. under it.
4: Yeah, I remember we was talking
2: about Oh, was that. it a hand dry yeah. or soap dispenser? Soap dispenser, that's yeah. it. You put your hand under it and then it would dispense soap.
3: I've seen that go around on Twitter. I'm not really sure what the technology so behind it is. that one
2: is a bit more... It's a bit different to face recognition. That one is... Um, skin tone or something? It's or not what? skin tone. It's the ability of... Your thing to absorb infrared, I think, oh, okay or, exactly, yeah, yeah, or reflect like yeah. heat and stuff. And so, dark skin doesn't do it as much, or mm. some there are differences there. And but it, it comes back to the same thing: of this should have been quality tested on lots of different end users, yeah. i.e., the Browns. Yeah,
3: it's, but, but it's it's just, this is interesting because mm. this, like, so I was looking in from from a like photography point of view. I was looking mm. into why. Uh, like, where, where, all, where all this comes from, basically. And mm. if you look at the history of,
2: like, photography... So let's go back to the very first film and photography. Yeah. So between the two of you, Sahel, you do films, and Oz, you're a fucking nerd. you <laughs> <True> that. <laughs> you guys should be able to work out what the fuck's happening here. So, mm. Oz, what's the timeline of film? And has it always been racist?
3: Well... Oh. <laughs> well, if you go really like way back, so go pre-80s, right? So, like, the early, like, colour photographs where, you know, you used to put that film in the back of the camera, like, mm-hmm. those ones, the way they work is they have different layers that are sensitive to different uh, parts of the colour spectrum. Mm. And then you put in a developer, those chemicals then form this cocktail and mm. based on how much light and vo- wavelength those different layers absorbed, mm. it would form this mix of colours. And that's how you get a colour photograph, yeah. right? But the first color film only had these two only had two layers mm. right and it was only red and green mm. and because they were developed by mostly like the developers the people behind the technology were mostly rich white men mm. right they didn't really see that there was it's not that it was being actively racist i don't think yeah. I mean, it was it's just institutional. no one saw the need yeah because it was the consumers were mostly white people yeah. what year was it oh this was like Seventy six. Oh, wow. Yeah. Long, yeah. long time ago, Bausch. I mean, that isn't it, even that long, ago, it, is isn't? it? Uh, it's not. But yeah. I think yeah, the thing not. is, right, what happened was... People, I mean, obviously like brown people, black people, we all took photographs back then. If But if you go back and actually look, so having done this reading, I went back and looked at some photos. So it's very clear when you start, when you go back and look at these photos, if there's pictures of like white people and black people, white people and people of different skin tones in one photograph, the white people would look more sharper, mm. right? And so the reason behind this is because they used to calibrate all photos that were developed to a thing called a Shirley card. Yeah, have you guys heard of a Shirley yeah, card? It's like
4: a one. It's like a picture of a white lady. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, is, that, the, is that is that a grey background? Oh, yeah.
2: So it's not the same as the one that's, you know, when you, on TV, they used to have that test card where it was like a young girl with a sock puppet. And lots of different colours on the screen. So
3: it's exactly like that. So the original Shirley card is a white woman Mm. with brown hair, blue eyes. She's Mm. wearing a white dress, pearl necklace. I think she's wearing like black gloves or something. And there's three cushions of the three primary colours placed around her. Mm. And so they would calibrate the picture to look so that she would look the best in the picture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then so therefore what they were they were basically saying this skin tone in Mm. this picture is what would be normal for a photograph Mm. and everything was being calibrated to that Mm. what happened as a result was if there was a person who was of dark skin in a picture Mm. they would get completely like get kind of shadowed out basically wouldn't see their features as sharply and so if you go back and look at pictures like in like 70s 80s sort of time yeah you know people of color don't do not you can't see their features as sharply, mm. you know, and it becomes much worse when you put a white person in that picture. There's so many examples of this online. Okay, so this was all pre-70s, right? Mm-hmm. But then in the 70s, the film was actually changed to incorporate the shades, like the colours that would be necessary to bring out the, the skin tone of darker people. So like the yellowy shades, the darker brown shades, the reddish shades were added in the 70s. But do you know why it was added? Boom. Um Basically, some furniture companies complained to the film manufacturers yeah. that they were photographing different types of wooden furniture and all the furniture looked the same dark colour mm. and wasn't coming out well. Mm. Wow. Right? So it's
2: furniture. It's okay. Furniture,
3: not people. And then, wait, after that, chocolate companies start complaining, saying yeah, yeah. their dark chocolate and milk chocolate photographs look the same. Yeah. Why the hell is this happening?
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. (laughs) And they
3: complained to the film company that their film was faulty. Mm. And at that point, they went, oh, hang on. Our Mm. film can't handle these shades. Mm. So,
2: hell, like, Mm. you get to think about that. In the 70s, it's not you as a person. No, no, no. It's
4: weird. You're right, because... Uh, 90% of my stuff is always people of like different skin tones so yeah. if everyone just looked the same it would be fucking confusing
3: <laughs> but it's also it's not even that it's just that it would calibrate because of the Shirley card it would yeah. calibrate it to whatever whoever Shirley was like because Shirley is basically ba- based on a model who was in the original picture mm. but then the Shirley models have changed through time Yeah. so it would be calibrated to her skin tone regardless yeah. of what your skin tone was do you know
4: what it's interesting talking about this because I do a lot of colour grading and things like that and picture editing and to be honest, like I don't never, I don't, re- I rarely use a scale. I just do it by eye. So, you know, this is quite interesting conceptually mm. thinking about this, like using a set skin tone to set other skin tones. For me, yeah. it's like what looks good. But so, a lot of
3: like a lot of people also question is because this propagated. What well, because the, the Shirley card was propagated. This is normal. Like you can see old pictures where they circle the word normal around the shirley card and say like Mm. okay this photograph is fine because it's been calibrated to the shirley card Mm. right some people even go as far as questioning is this why we now lighten people's skin like celebs who have dark skin they do get their skin lightened on these magazine photo shoots and stuff yeah people question whether this is because it's propagated this notion that this is like the normal yeah, See so it I mean? links into that,
4: again, the skin to t- skin tone debate kind of thing, and mm. whether, you know, why people think it's better to have... Well, I'm not saying a lot of people think this, but this is an old way of thinking, mm. wasn't it, that lighter skin is better. Um, it still exists in the like, Asian communities as well. We always talk about being fair skin, don't we? And, sure. Yeah.
3: But... There is, like, so, like, like you say in Asian communities, mm. like, my, I remember my, my family sometimes would be like, don't go out in the sun, stuff so you get darker and it's more it's unattractive. Stay inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but interestingly, so there is this, uh, this black photographer called Cyrita uh, McFadden, and she talks about her experience as a child when she was growing up, seeing pictures of herself mm. and, like, her, not being able to see her features clearly. She just. Felt so unattractive. Mm. And she said it took a long time for her to like learn to to, like love that skin again because Mm -hmm. it wasn't her. It was the pictures making her look like her features weren't showing. And so she hated that. And as a photographer, she's like gone on this journey of like discovering ways to bring dark skinned people's like tone out and make them look good in photos. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really great essay uh, that she wrote for BuzzFeed. And I think everyone should read that because it's really powerful. But yeah, like
4: talking about pictures and stuff and you know I do photography professional photography for money sometimes not enough Um So hell
3: is available I <laughs> am
4: available for all bar mitzvahs and other activities anyway uh, I've done events and to be honest like I found like people who love pictures the most like are some ethnic communities so it's weird like we love pictures like oh unbelievable. yeah completely. like so It's so ubiquitous of the culture Like, I couldn't imagine it being like any other way really but mm. it's interesting to think about the history of it.
3: Yeah but I think like historically Mm. pre-70s like people who bought cameras and bought film Mm. the argument is that these people were mostly white people and that's why the technology was kind of focused on the consumer for the time but also you have to think about it from from a perspective of yeah but even though they were the majority of people buying Mm. it Mm. the subjects of photography weren't Exclusively white, so that's when that's when you start taking photographs of people who aren't white and they don't show up very well on these pictures. Yeah, then you start to see the problem.
4: interestingly, in economics, there's a term called wealth condensation, which is basically a a term which means that technology evolves in a way that benefits wealthy people. So that's exactly what I'd say is that you know ultimately Mm. every pound is economic vote, right? And with that money that you spend, it shifts investment into certain type of science, technology um, and that's, I think that's a good example of that actually that cameras evolved or t- advanced in a way that, you know, benefited the people who had money, which were, used to be, uh, Western Europeans, right? No, yeah, no, yeah.
2: completely, fuck, no, that's <laughs> a really fucking good point, what
4: the fuck? <laughs> Alex is genuinely shocked I mean, right no, now. <laughs>
3: no, 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 what? You, no, back, what
4: the <laughs> fuck, like, what? What, a bit of social history, What? I'll go back to saying dumb things now.
3: So interestingly, like in the seventies as well, like there was this uh, one of these, these film. <laughs> <stop>. Alex, Alex,
4: laughed. <spontaneous laughter. laughs> it what? was really just,
2: it was a fucking it was like a minute <laughs> of economics theory. <laughs> so I learned some things that you need. Oh, yo, damn, that's deep. I mean, the idea that you know consumer technology is really driven by people with you know with buying power, and so yeah. when people who didn't previously have buying power now have buying power they, you know, they, they aren't, it, Yeah, but, and it's mm. going to, but you're going to have that middle ground where, like you were saying, mm. you know, you aren't as well represented and technology isn't for you. Yeah. But also, what the fuck, why, why would you bring up this? This, this No, but this it's premise? interesting
4: because you look at Black Panther, this example of wealth condensation and the black markets became lucrative for these filmmakers and they are like, look man, there's a big, there's a big audience here, there's a big, you know, uh, economic opportunity, and then they made this film, and lo and behold, loads of people went and watched. There's a bunch of hype around it, made tons of money. You can see more of this now because it's profitable.
3: Can I go back to the seventies now? Yeah, <laughs> so, yes, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> so, so around seventies, like when yeah. when these furniture companies yeah. started complaining about their furniture not looking good on this film, <laughs> around the same, time,
2: <laughs> roughly the same round, uh, roughly the same time as civil rights. <laughs> That is struggle was synonymous with. We all remember the great Cadbury struggle. <laughs> <sighs> uh, there was some dark days, dark there days. Sort of dark days. <laughs> you couldn't
4: tell, you couldn't tell, really.
2: <laughs> I have a dream that milk chocolate and dark chocolate <laughs> will be seen as equals, and be seen separately for their features on the hills
4: of Northampton. <laughs> good kids,
3: um, So is this, uh, one, of the, one of the new sort of people who joined the tech and research division of. Can I say brands on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> <One of> the-
2: <laughs> like who, who, What? Who's going to come fast soon?
3: <laughs> so in the seventies, around the same time where the, like these furniture companies were complaining, like one of the people who joined uh, Kodak's photo and tech mm-hmm. division, I recognised that Shirley cards are also a problem, and you know he started incorporating models in the Shirley cards that were of different ethnic backgrounds. Not to be politically correct, he just what he just realised that this was a problem and it was not this it, it was not good for photography as a whole because it was not bringing out the best in people mm. they were photographing. Um, what a g! And he so then people started incorporate so Shirley cards started to become multiracial and in some cases like some of the Shirley cards some some companies were making uh, gave them like really stereotypical costumes which became like it was slightly like eighties nineties racism going on there. Really, like what? <laughs> Like and Will I Smith you, like shit. Let me just see if I can find these pictures, and maybe you guys can tell me what you think.
4: All right, all right, let's do it.
3: Um, okay, so this is the this oh, is okay. one of the first. This is in the nineties. This is one of the first multiracial Shirley cards, right?
2: So, what are we seeing? I am seeing. Oh,
4: goddamn.
2: Okay, what I like is that it's multiracial. Three women, right? And they are mm. all happy, smiling. Mm. They're wearing white and black and yeah, yeah okay cool that's not right. problematic so
3: this is this is the improvement from the original Shirley cards which were these ones yeah white yeah. models okay then can they- we go, so could we go
2: back to the original Shirley cards <laughs> yeah that looks like someone's profile on um, Trump dating Trump like, dating have <laughs> seen that MAGA uh, dating yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah okay I love uh, food. So the- Yo, <laughs> shit!
3: I mean, describe. I'm, I'm struggling to describe.
2: So, okay, so we've got a white woman in a German outfit, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what I thought. With a violin, and her hair has like what flowers in? Like she looks like Hitler's, like yeah, she looks like someone. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she does. She looks like she's wearing cogs or some shit. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She looks like she looks like if she sees you hit a car mm. and you, she's calling the police. Yeah, like, like really quickly. She looks like a person. She looks like uh, if I go into my Airbnb, she's going to call the police that uh, I'm robbing you know the I mean? place. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: didn't want to say. It,
2: but yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. In the middle, we've got. I'm going to say she's Korean or Japanese. I okay. She's East Asian. She's East Asian. And she's holding a violin. Yeah. Okay, violin again. Cool. Everyone's getting violins. It's great. And she's wearing, I guess, it's a kimono. It's a, it's a kimono. <laughs> okay. That's that's not stereotypical at all. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the black woman on the right wearing a dashiki with full necklace, a full yellow headband with a fucking double bass. <laughs> she's not even holding the double bass yeah. right. <laughs> that's, that's how I dress. But so then also serves. like, what oh. you have I got to say about the Latina girl? Oh, so there's someone on the left. So how? What? What is that? What's going on? So can you see what she has in her hair?
4: Uh, It looks like she has lots of fruit in there. That's a
2: basket of fruit hat.
4: Yeah, that's convenient though. (laughs) Marley racist. Marley racist. I mean, yeah, we're talking practical. about the
3: 90s. <laughs> oh. So this is, this is what, like, the 90s were. This is
2: Fresh Prince racism. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, but anyway, it was an improvement from the original Shirley card mm. where it was, it was just a white woman, right? So they started incorporating these different ethnic uh, backgrounds into Shirley cards. Um, and the result of all these changes was Kodak then made the Gold Max film. Mm. which was a a film that had multiple layers that could process many different colours rather than there's just two colours that they originally put in. Um, And also the adverts, funnily enough, started featuring black families. And the tagline of this advert was, show your true (laughs) colours. right? And another one was, shoot a dark horse in low light. (laughs) Uh,
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that picture, I think. Um, I think it's interesting because it's going back to this economic debate it's like when advertisers were like oh you know we've got a big market here and they needed to directly advertise to BME communities and um, uh, consumers that's when they started to really like change their way of marketing to them and you know I think that's a big driver in change it's like the economics behind the demand behind it does that make sense Mm, yeah
2: so like do you think Mm. that now that brown people have more money
4: basically yeah
2: we're gonna like everything's gonna be made for us now
4: well we factor more into because you're a more significant part of you know and of the consumer base and you know, remember the businesses are they're, they're in the they in the business of making money aren't they mm. so you know i suppose so and we'll see it's like the vegans like yeah more vegan places now because more people are vegan there's more That's business true. opportunities yeah yeah, yeah.
3: But I think like, so there was like in uh, around this time, there was, there is also like some evidence that some cameras did change, but not necessarily for a good reason. Mm. So there were these two artists. So in 2013, the Guardian ran this article about this art installation. Porn, it's porn, it, porn, it's porn, 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 porn. It's not porn.
4: What? <laughs> Where are we going to get to porn? Uh,
3: <laughs> so these artists, they went to South Africa to uh, like use these old cameras, to take pictures and yeah. stuff. And they found these cameras <laughs> It's not Paul, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Um, these cameras, they're called like ID2 cameras, I think. Yeah. And these cameras uh, have, an, have a flash flash boost. Is
2: that right? like IC3 cameras?
3: I don't know what IC3 cameras are. It's
2: okay. Um, that's a little police joke for anyone that's been stopped and searched.
3: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> okay. <serious.
4: laughs> oh, no. Luckily, I didn't have any muffins on I mean, on me. I get stopped at airports <laughs> all
3: the time. I'm just like... This is the most contact I will have, so go at it. (laughs) Anyway, back to these IDU cameras. Um, So these artists, they believe that that... So they've... I don't know how they've calculated this, but they say that the flash boosts by up to 42% roughly... And this this is because black skin absorbs 42% of that light. And these very cameras were used in South Africa to make those ID cards. You know, when they made black people carry ID cards. Oh, shit. There's no like, however, this is like their take on it. Like there's no real like clear evidence that it was developed for this purpose. It's mm. just like these were the cameras that were used. Yeah. And it's one of the first, not the first time, but one of the few known opportunities where a camera was used to take a picture of a black person and it be visible for an ID card sort of thing.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. And they had to make them visible and like able to specifically pick out different black people, so they'd be able to discern lots of features on your ID card.
3: Exactly, because ID cards have to have clear pictures. So, uh,
2: going back to Sahel's economic theory, is mm. driven by people having wealth and oppression.
4: It's <laughs> <As> a combination <laughs> of terrible things.
3: <laughs> but then the thing is like. um, so that's like one example of where maybe like it wasn't <laughs> the best <laughs> best you like things are getting better but oh no wait um, <laughs> um but then like if you look at film right mm-hmm. historically film as in like cinema has also not been great for people of dark skin um oh. It's not, I'm sorry, you're like waiting for porn, but I've really got very, like, <laughs> stories to tell. Um, like, even, uh, so you know Steve McQueen, who's director of Toe a Slave, mm. uh, he, uh, when he, like, gave his interview to the Washington Post, he said that when he was growing up, he was watching this uh, this movie with actor, like, Sidney Pointer, who is sweating in this scene. Now, this, the scene is uh, is uh, is is shot in the South, where it's very hot, but... The reason this guy's sweating so much is because he's he's a black actor. They had to put so many more lights on him to artificially light him. And so the, the camera light, the, the, the lights are so hot that he's sweating from the heat of the lights. Oh, that's crazy. And that's like, that's what that's, those are the lengths they had to go to because mm. film wasn't good enough to capture black skin on film mm. well without artificially lighting them.
2: I mean, that even happens, I think, nowadays because I've been in front of camera
3: yeah.
2: and oh, people your- have lit me. Um, like they'll light me differently so they might blow out the back a bit more that sounds really bad in context blow out the back of the (laughs) shot not blow out my back they'll set up the lights like just a bit differently to light my skin sometimes it can be like fucking sweaty
3: yeah but the thing is like I think um what so some directors like this? The director of Selma, Ava Ava DuVernay, I think her name is. Mm. She like she gave an interview as well about this, and she was saying how she really hates seeing, uh, or like sometimes refuses to work on programs where they don't light black actors properly. So it's about getting that balance right. So you don't mm-hmm. have to overlight the scene so much that everyone gets washed out and that people are uncomfortably hot. But it's about getting that lighting balance correct yeah. so that it's not. I think a lot of these people are saying is that sometimes film only lights the white actors and then like forgets to light properly, properly light the people of colour in, in the shot. And that's what they, especially she, tries
0: to light her scenes well so that everyone's features come out really well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: So, Sue, so when you're, you do a lot of, like, film work and yeah. a lot of photography. Yeah. How do you best light sort of like people?
4: I think it's very tricky business lighting people. And, you know, it's very important, you know, like we haven't just discussed it to making stuff look good, having the lighting right. To be honest, I, I only use normally natural lighting. And and I do a lot of my, like, post-production, I do a lot of the color grading and that. So um, it's probably not the best way of doing it, but I find it works well for me. Uh, In terms of lighting people, I use like three-point lighting. So I'm very good at like just finding light sources. So like if, if I was filming Onzi here, for example, in the studio, there's a light above him. Um, then I would probably need one behind him, and maybe one softer one coming up f- from below. Just, but I try and keep his like jawline and stuff. And so, what does that do?
2: Like yeah. that three what is the purpose? Of it's to 3. make him 9. pop
4: out of his of the scene. So you want to like light the, so you want him to be the background to be dark. You want him to be like of a good color, and then you want like him to have well defined features. So you normally bring the light from above at an angle. But to be honest, I think you know uh, people we we worry. I'd like talking to talk this issue of skin tone, for example, mm. um, maybe because you know I've grew up on digital photography mm. and digital filmmaking, it's never been a huge issue. In fact, like I said, that I preferred like my subjects to be have a darker skin tone. Like mm. you know, I prefer mm. doing that type of photography. Um, so it's quite interesting to hear this whole discussion about how it evolved to to where it is now, to where it used to be
3: yeah but it's also with the evolution of digital film and digital like cameras that this Mm. is all changing because Mm. like previously they would shoot films on film as well I guess Mm. like all film Mm. Mm. Um, but now we don't do do
4: that we use like digital memory cards and that type of stuff yeah but it's like
3: in the 90s right like uh, it was I think Philips who designed the solution where they had two different chips to process dark skin and light skin in Mm -hmm. the same camera like that was the first time that a camera was able to do that without like having to compensate for either one yeah and it was was, but it was only being used in like TV shows that were heavily featuring black actors or like shows like Oprah different shows only, yeah, you know those are the only places they were using those cameras mm. but obviously now it's digital was that uh, effective
4: then that solution I imagine it's quite a wasteful solution to problem isn't it it's like having two separate chips like they have to like switch between the chip or would it just do it all or
3: I'm not sure but, Yeah,
4: but it just seems like it's so crazy hearing about that and where we like the stages it took mm-hmm to reach where we are now where it's just you know it's, you can just point a camera and shoot at someone and you picks up the skin tones fairly well you might have to do a bit of grading and stuff but like to to actually have to think about that in the design of mm. it it's quite interesting isn't it
2: Oz you've talked a lot about things that aren't important when are we getting to Black Panther
3: (laughs) well okay so let's talk about Black Black Panther Black Panther the film the the lighting technician the chief lighting technician Mm. actually did say that what they did was they put extra care into lighting the scenes Mm. because Um, they they knew that it was so important to get the lighting right for the different scenes and different like action shots and stuff Mm. so they were working like for the outside scenes they were not just working with the sun they were using different diffusers to control the amount of natural light and then using artificial light in different ways so like I don't really understand the tech behind this so well maybe you do Mm. Um, but they constantly had to recalibrate the light for every scene they didn't just like have a standard light setting for this scene and they were constantly moving it and moving it and moving it Mm. to make sure that all the actors would pop in every scene yeah,
2: you know, Black Panther is a film that has what two main cast members who are white, so that's what, like uh Martin Freeman and anti Circus. Um, everyone else is black there's a range there's like a range of skin right. tones I think that's really cool that they had to make the lighting quite dynamic and switch it up mm, mm.
3: and also they, they, what they also wanted to do was not just make all the actors like look good on film but they didn't want them to look artificially lit because that was a problem that they recognised happens to a lot of black actors is they always look artificially lit mm. if they are putting loads of light on them
1: yeah.
4: well a good solution to that is to not use any lights <laughs> <laughs> just-
2: stop trying to make things happen <laughs> uh, I don't know like it depends because I work
4: in more like you know I get to the shoot and I have to film the thing and I don't have a lot of time to set up lights so just freestyle I just use the light that's there
2: but when you're but, doing studio work um, yeah, in your studio where you can control you, things yeah
4: that's, that's when you more have time to play with light and in those situations you know just, to be fair skin tone hasn't really been a huge issue for me maybe because I am like you know but yeah
3: but also, is that because also, like the digital cameras you use now, they have yeah. so many different settings. Like you can set the aperture, the like Yeah. You know, you can set the exposure, the ISO, the ex, like all so, these different. What are those
2: things? So, what's is aperture?
4: Aperture is how much light comes through. it's like how big the hole is basically in the lens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then it's in how much light goes in. Um, exposure is. Uh, again how much light is falling onto the sensor you so know? isn't
3: that the time the amount of time you let light
4: fall yeah in? so it's like the exposure you can change the ex- exposure by t- like for example by changing the shutter speed for example mm. or you can change the exposure by making the aperture wider okay, so yeah. letting in more light
3: so like if the shutter opens for longer the exposure is you yeah, it's it
4: exposing it to more yeah. light Right, and that's essentially what gives you image. What makes a good image is the amount of light. Now, a lot of modern cameras have excellent light, really large light cells. Mm. Um, they're really just some really good cameras at low light photography and stuff. So you know, that's why I can say you can do a lot of modern stuff without good lighting. But I do understand that in a studio setting, you know, you want to control all your variables and you want to get the best image you can. You know, and this is where this fine tuning of the technology is really quite important, actually, when you think about it.
3: We have all these like technologies constantly evolving now and like with mm. digital cameras, we don't have to use film anymore. Like all of this light yeah. information falls on an array of sensors at the back of the camera, which is which is using this electrical information to, to make an image. Is that right? Mm. Am I right in saying that? Mm. So, but even with this technology evolving, like we do have cases of new technology, like you know that blogger who ta- who posted that her camera was racist, and she had to post saying, "No, I'm just Asian." Um, there are other examples as well. So, there's like in 2010, there was uh, a video that went uh, around social media, I think, of uh, these two these two people in an office, and there's this white woman who is like using this a uh, webcam which tracks her face, so when she moves the webcam moves with her face mm. and then she gets her black colleague to come on to the shot and the f- webcam just stops. It just doesn't move anymore <laughs> and he posts a video going this <laughs> these computers are racist no way. because again they hadn't considered that mm. like different skin tone would change the way that technology works so yeah. even though technology is evolving I think we need to keep including people from you know all different backgrounds, to make sure it caters for all the u- end users. Yeah, I, I think
2: idea. the one way of fixing that particular webcam um, would be if the engineers spent some time um, with the security guards of um, any shop in Bath, because <laughs> those motherfuckers follow me around. So basically, Alex, you are the solution.
3: they are
4: your fans, man. They love you. No,
3: they aren't. Really. Yeah.
2: Like, so I was going to go buy some uh, some shoes. And walked into this boutique shop, and I uh, i picked up one of the shoes, and I'm like, "Oh wait, so only, selling it oh how much is this? Oh shit, it's two, it's only twenty quid. Oh wait, shit, two hundred quid. I can't, I put can't, down, yeah, I put down. <laughs> but then the security guard came over and said, like, "Oh, can I help? Like, everything okay over here? I was like." Mm-hmm money <laughs> you're like, you're like, it's like that
4: scene from pretty woman yeah. you should come back and be like you made a big mistake man. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> at that point <laughs> i like how ozzy likes the joke. <laughs> i only know that because i've watched that film with women and not on my own multiple times <laughs> Hey, Grace, okay no you're no
3: no
2: gay <laughs> and what i'm trying to say is like Ooh, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm just saying I could have bought those £200 shoes, okay? Back to... um. So this woman's webcam just didn't work for black faces.
3: No, it just didn't recognise his face as a face, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's how inconsiderate that's how the technology behind it was.
2: Oh, my God. But so so
3: that, what I'm saying is there are examples of this happening, like even in like, you know, okay, this was in 2010. Mm. And obviously, like, as we start to learn about these things, the technology is going to improve. But, you know, I think we will still come across instances like this if we don't have the right sort of consumers in mind.
4: Look, yeah, brown people taking over the world is so good. <laughs> 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 now, when people got bare gassed about Black Panther, they're like, yo, Black Panther, shit, yeah, man, this is sick. And apparently like, the movie's okay. Like, it's not, not it, amazing.
2: What, it's do, not... What, what do you mean? You, you haven't seen it?
4: I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. My mates went about me to the cinema. Yeah,
3: I am going to watch it tonight You
2: haven't mm. seen it
3: I'm going to watch it tonight
2: <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with both of you I, I, I need parental supervision to do. <laughs> Like what Name me the things that you've had to do That are better than seeing Black Panther Eating Have you had sex Muffins uh, Have you
1: <laughs> Have you had a run. religious
2: <laughs> Have you had a religious experience uh, A religious experience ha- Have you had a religious
1: experience
3: And uh, n- No <laughs> Have you saved a life I could. I've saved lives. Someday. Have you
2: made a connection with another human being, <laughs> I've Platonic had lots or of Tinder matches. That's it. <laughs> Can and you a connection? Then you've done nothing better than seeing Black Panther. Is
4: it, is it? My mate said it was a good film, but it wasn't um, like a, a super amazing
2: your mate's racist
4: <laughs> you
2: know, they talk, you, know, you know, they talk about how uh, how uh, there's a lot of racism in minority mm. communities and how Asians hate blacks mm. yeah, that's exactly what I'm assuming your mate's Asian He's, I'm not being funny but <laughs> Black Panther this is, this is like, like Alex going mad at
3: Suhel this time instead of the me fuck is last time I ain't seen it I'm, Star just, Wars.
4: I'm just telling you what I heard I'm just laying out there you the You haven't seen no. it,
2: but you haven't seen it. So you're giving. He's been
4: it...
3: making films of his own, Alex. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Do, do, <laughs>
2: do they have Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> they do not. Do they, oh, have, do, do, they, do, do they have Peter Nyongo in them? They
3: probably no. do, do. they not.
2: have Chadwick Boseman in them? I don't know who any of those people are because you're a. F-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know who they are. So, I like Alex. So. I didn't, I didn't,
4: I didn't know, just... know who Katy Perry was, by the way, Thank for context. Like, How is that context? Yeah. <laughs>
2: So We've gone from before the 60s to now a multi million, I think it's like is it almost a billion that's cleared. Almost a billion, it's going to get, it's going to, get to a billion. It's a lot of long. pesos, it's a lot of money, yeah. You know, making film Black Panther, mm-hmm. which has a cast of with massive amounts of diversity, mm. um, ethnically and sort of skin tones and stuff. So Do you think the world of film has changed and do you think that's been driven by economics or by the need for cameras just to be better because they want them to be better, like better technology?
4: I think it's a combination of the two, isn't it? I think there's no simple answer. I think it's maybe been a. I don't know enough about the detail of BME cinema and its history of it, but from my, you know interpretation of it Mm. it seems like yeah it's a good step in the right direction.
2: Do you think that cameras that are better able to see dark skin um, that we have now um, the camera's not dark skin you've always had that Uh, do you think that's why things like Bollywood and Nollywoods of the cinemas of West Africa and India are able to be bigger and better and bolder?
4: I think one of the things that spurs on those type of uh, versions of Hollywood Mm. is that uh, again, partly technology facilitates it, mm. but it's like you know more people in those countries are becoming middle class. More, they have more money mm. to go
2: and wait, watch things. You to say waste, weren't you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you were about to say waste. You're like <laughs> they can go way watch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> other word, other word now. Uh, and then yeah, so basically, I think you know in those places, the reason why they're going sophistication is because there's a bigger demand. There's people more able to pull that off in those countries the better access to technology to make that happen um, so yeah I think it's you know I think economics is quite de- de- I'm not like a free market tier type of thing but uh, you know I think the, the market can sometimes bring facilitate um, that type of thing in mm. certain occasions
3: as like the directors I mentioned uh, like um, in 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 this podcast they've they all take taken consideration It comes from a very personal place, even mm. the photographer I talked about they're all people of color, they have experienced this. they can see the need mm. for technology to be better to pick up different skin tones. Mm. so I think it's going to be driven through that need as like you know mm. as cinema and as t v and all of this becomes more and more diverse and representative of our current society yeah that need will push technology in that direction as absolutely
4: well. i agree i think you're right and again it's you know as people like ourselves come to positions where we are the people creating this content th- that is also a big part of it because you know people made black panther will be me themselves and and you know that's where those people type of people push for that uh and make it um make the industry more have more quality i
3: guess is that right? yeah yeah, yeah.
2: So guys, we've come to the end of the podcast. How are you feeling? Good. I've like, I've had like this awakening. I've had three cupcakes. As always, I've been joined by Oz and Sahel. I've been your host, Alex Lathbridge. This has been Why You A Doctor Yet. Bye. Peace out. See you later. And so if you've liked that and you've thought, wow. This is a really great podcast, or conversely, you've thought, huh, these guys know nothing about science, technology, or indeed comedic timing. You should tell us. Leave us a review on iTunes. I know you hear it everywhere, but we really like internet validation. You can also follow us on social media at Why Not a doc on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, really anywhere. Just type that in on Google and you'll find us. And I think that's about it. Thanks.